Welcome to this episode of the Whatever Happened podcast. Today's episode is called Whatever Happened to Tiffany. And it's actually a very personal episode, a very special episode. And so allow me to tell the story. My name is Lisa. I'm your host. And I'll be talking to you about my friend Tiffany. If you were a child in the 80s, like I was, you probably remember all about Stranger Danger. If you're not familiar with the concept, let me explain. Stranger Danger was this nationwide panic about children being kidnapped and or murdered by strangers. It was like an epidemic or something. As a child growing up in New York City, most of the population is a stranger. Just due to the sheer amount of residents and commuters. So kind of a no-brainer. I'm sure most other kids in my neighborhood, as well as the surrounding ones, all had the same types of warnings drilled into them by their parents. But as with most things when you're a kid, you never think it'll happen to you. That is until it does. October 10th, 1991, was just like any other day for me. As in, I went to school, did my work, came home. You know, just all the things that your typical 7th grader does. It was my first year of junior high school, to be exact. But we would soon find out that it definitely was not like any other day, and our young lives would soon be shaken. That was the day Tiffany Dixon disappeared. Tiffany was our classmate, and she was a friend. She was a good student. Not only did we attend the same junior high school, but we also went to elementary school together. The schools we attended were located in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Most of us that attended lived in the neighborhood, or in my case, on the border. Tiffany did not. She lived in Bushwick. Not sure how she came to be in that school, but... Back then, we never thought to ask. We were just friends. And with the exception of walking home from school together or going to pick up a sibling together, most of us didn't have much interaction after school. Truth is, this was before cell phones and social media and everything that connects us in an instant today. But that morning, none of us had any hint that anything was even wrong. Tiffany was simply absent. This was also before... Our local schools alerted parents as soon as their child was marked absent. So the truth is, no one had any clue. The first time anyone knew anything was wrong was when she didn't show up to pick up her brother. Now, side note, technically this was her cousin, but as far as Tiffany was concerned, she called him her brother. Tiffany lived in the Bushwick neighborhood of Brooklyn. She lived with her aunt and her cousins, the cousins that she called her brothers, as her own biological parents were unable to care for her. She and her brother commuted by public transportation to Carroll Gardens, and it was part of their normal routine. She dropped off her brother every day at elementary school, 
PS58 to be exact. And then she would continue on to junior high school, 142. The time it takes to walk from one school to the other is really not more than 10 minutes. It's a walk I've done countless times myself with my younger sister. On October 10, 1991, Tiffany dropped off her brother, but never made it to 142. As I said before, no one realized that anything was wrong until after school when she didn't return to pick him up. A police report was filed, but sadly not much was done in terms of investigating as the police assumed she was a runaway. Since this was pre-internet, most of us kids didn't even know anything was wrong right away either. Some of us heard through the grapevine from other friends whose parents may have gotten a phone call, but we still really just had no idea what was going on. There were rumors around school in the next few days, you know, without blaming anyone. I'm just going to say that the rumors that were going around were that her father kidnapped her. And this is just, as I'm saying, this is just what we heard. And we were kids. So we kind of believed it. However, it was just a theory because both of her biological parents sadly died shortly after her disappearance. It's been 32 years to the day since anyone has heard from or seen Tiffany. I think about her from time to time, sometimes randomly. Sometimes it's when I pick up a pencil, simply because pencils are called Dixon pencils. And the fact that she was never found, there's no closure, and nothing. It just seemed like nothing had ever been done to even try to find her. And honestly, it seems like she was barely even looked for, for that matter. And my heart just breaks for her and her family. Not knowing what happened to her was actually part of the catalyst for this podcast. This was supposed to be my first episode. However, as I was researching and organizing the body of the podcast, some new information has come out. I started getting alerts from various Google sites, from web sleuths, regarding her case. Immediately, of course, I am just following every link, reading everything that has been written, trying to find that new piece that maybe just ties it all together. I'm sharing it with friends of mine who also went to school with her, and we're all reading and searching Sadly, most of the information was very repetitive, didn't seem like there was too much new information, and the more I read, the more I just got chills up and down my my spine, my skin, the hairs on my skin were standing up. It just felt like this is so awful, but on the other hand, could we finally finally have the answer that we've been looking for. There's nothing definitive yet, but there is speculation that the alleged Gilgo Beach killer, Rex Human, and I'm so sorry if I don't know how to pronounce his name, that he may have had something to do with this. 
there are some connections being made about work he had done around the same time frame in her neighborhood, actually, I think even on her block, as well as connections that he had to Carroll Gardens. I actually put in a request for the police file months ago, but I haven't received anything yet. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the fact that now there's new speculation, but I'll continue to wait. This episode comes out on October 10th, 2023. And today was the day, 32 years ago, that Tiffany was taken away from her loved ones. And her story deserves to be heard. I hope that one day we will know what happened to her. And she can receive some form of justice. But until then, we can only hope to spread the word and pray that there's someone, anyone out there, who has some piece of information that can help. If that's you and you're that person, please contact the NYPD. In regards to her case, you can even reach me at whateverhappenedpodcast.com and I can forward the information. Tiffany was last seen about 8.30 a.m. To be honest, I don't remember exactly what time school started back then, but she was last seen about 8.30 when she dropped off her brother at PS58 which is located between Court, Smith, First Place, and Carroll Street. She probably would have been on the First Place side. She never made it to 142, and it's just not a far walk. Something happened to her in those few minutes. She was 12 when she disappeared. She had dark hair, dark brown, maybe black, dark eyes. She was about 5'2". Really, really radiant smile it was just contagious honestly like you couldn't see her smile without wanting to join in this episode is obviously very short because I was unable to get all of the facts due to lack of response about the police file however I do plan to revisit but it was important for me to get this episode out there today on the anniversary of her disappearance I appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen. Tiffany was good. You know, she was she was just so freaking pure. I don't know what happened. I may never know what happened. But I hope that someday somebody will find out what happened. Until there's anything new to post about this story, I will leave it in your hands. If you or anyone you know has any information, please don't hesitate to reach out to the people who can help. If you'd like to connect with me in regards to this case or about anything that I talk about on the podcast or anything that you'd like to talk about, whether you have your own story you'd like to tell, let me know and get in touch with me at whateverhappenspodcast.com. All of my contact information is also in the show notes. And until then, and next time, I'm Lisa, and thank you for listening.